know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hi Queens I, Listen, it's so crazy Like I have like a weird connection with my listeners Even though I've never seen y'all But listen, 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 listen Let me get this out the way before I even start this Hopefully this don't be long But I didn't understand how powerful and how much wisdom I was sharing this podcast until I went through this season. I just just finished, I would say. Hopefully, I just finished. But I didn't understand how meaningful this podcast was really helpful because, like, my own podcast was literally helping me through my own situation. And I remember when I was making these podcasts in the past, I thought I was like, most of the time, like, is you just talking or is that really God? And it's like, and it really confirmed, like, she's like, you really do got wisdom. But first and foremost, I miss y'all. I love y'all. I'm sorry. I, I've been gone. I've been missing the action, all that good stuff. But um, really, really, really quick. If you're a new listener, always have to throw this out here. This podcast is Fix Your Crown Sis. My purpose is to fix crowns and help people heal. And how I help people heal is I tell my journey of healing. And I help somebody find some type of lesson in my mess ups, pretty much. So, fast forward, rewind, all that good stuff. Like, I'm not going to call it say catch up. It was like, um, the last few months, I did a podcast on this. Like, the last few months... I lost myself completely. Like, when I say I lost myself completely, like, I learned so much in my healing journey in the last three months in the midst of me losing myself. Like, I lost myself completely. Um, I drifted away from God. I went back, was having sex again. I was dating somebody who was, like, who I began to settle for. Um, I was drinking. I I don't like to drink. I was, like, going to places where I normally don't go. Like... I had, like, my purpose was still going on, but I couldn't really focus or I couldn't really appreciate the time because I was, I just, I just completely lost myself. And I just completely lost myself to the point where it got really dangerous. And this, this following Sunday that just passed, um, I walked into church and I haven't been in church in a long time. And I had so much pain. I had so much hurt. I just had so much built up. Like, soon I walked into church. I literally laid down at the altar and just cried. When I say it, it looked like I had my head down. It looked like it was raining from my face. And that was that cry for God. Like, that was that cry like, God, I, I give it to you. And sometimes you have to get to that point to eat, to get back where you need to be at in life. And, like, that cry, it was so painful. But it opened my mind up to so much like it opened my mind up to so much because um something that I learned when I was dating was okay so I stopped dating for two years like I always say and something like when I when I, when I went back to the dating scene I'm thinking like I wasn't going to attract certain people again I'm thinking like there's no way if I just stopped dating for two years I was going to attract 
broken people again. And what I didn't know, just because I stopped dating and took time to heal, I still didn't master boundaries. I still didn't master not ignoring red flags. I still didn't master um, like not being afraid to tell people no. Like, and it's time to cut somebody off. I was still like afraid of doing that. So even though I went through the healing process and did a lot of healing, it was a lot that I ran from in those two years. So by being alone, I was able to protect myself. Like when you alone, you can protect yourself. Like you can guard yourself on who who you let in, who you let out. But at the same time, eventually you're going to have to date again. Eventually you're going to have to master like when to walk away from somebody and not hold on so long like you used to do. Like you're going to have to master that area. So that's what I went the last few months was like, okay, Shanice, you put yourself back out there and stuff like that. But now that you know that you have to have boundaries with people. Because when I lack boundaries, like the guy I was dating, um, we was dating the last few months. And I knew for a fact he wasn't for me. Like since day one, like the spirit of discernment, that's like the best thing you can ask God for. Like, spirit of discernment is like when the Holy Spirit would just tell you about a person. And most people like, they call it that gut feeling. And I remember the gut feeling was like, Shanice, He's exactly like everybody from your past. He's exactly identical. So, but he kept, each time I tried to cut him off, he would keep asking to stay. So that was a red flag by itself. But I kept ignoring every red flag. And then you keep ignoring red flags and turning them red flags to roses and butterflies. It's going to cost you. So the whole entire time, I'm volunteering myself in this heartbreak. I won't even call it a heartbreak. I didn't get my heartbreak. I, my heart broken. I can definitely say that. It was more of a disappointment. My feelings got hurt more than anything. I won't label I got my heart broken at all. But I was watching a sermon. He said a lot of times we plan our own sin. That was so powerful. He said a lot of times the sin that we, that we participate in is planned. And I remember me dating him like I knew... By him not having a relationship with God, that was going to cost my relationship with God. By him not building that foundation with God, it was going to mess up the foundation that I had. And by me knowing that he wanted to have sex, by me knowing that, oh, he liked to drink every now and then, it was either I was going to put him closer towards God or he was going to pull me away. Like, there was no in-between. And I ended up... Um, I was talking to somebody and they was like, what happened? Like, if you stopped dating for two years. And I said, it was more of an excitement feeling that I ran to. Like, it was more of the excitement feeling of just getting back in the game. And that cost me. Like, it cost me so much. Like, it don't make no sense. Like, um, one thing I learned with my podcast, I'm not going to. I normally go in details on what people do and stuff like that. But there's no tinker. But he took the icing on the cake. And he, he, he did, like, he did some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. But the reason why I don't want to go in deep details or try to bash anybody because it started with me. And I realized a lot of people go wrong and don't take accountability when it starts with us. Like, even though he did all this crazy stuff to me and I feel like he played me, I knew from day one of what I could avoid it to not get played. And what I mean by playing sin when I was watching that video, like, I knew for a fact that the more I talked to him, the more I was going to do things that I outgrew. The more I was going to do things that I told myself I wouldn't do no more. So a lot of times by us choosing the wrong person out of a moment, we plan to sin. 
Like we literally plant that. Like it's crazy to say. Like I literally plant that out. I didn't. I didn't want it to happen, but I knew it was going to happen. I knew eventually by the we had we had a strong physical attraction toward each other, and I knew it. Like and I kept trying to cut it off. I'm gonna be so blunt with y'all, because now I have to figure out and make my way back to be celibate again. And that's like a whole journey by itself to retrain. Like, I realized, like, dang, I really had my mind trained to be celibate for so long. But I remember just being around him, and it was just a strong, lustful connection. Like, he was, like, really quiet. But the way he would look at me, like, he could tell that eventually sex was going to happen. And since I knew that, that's what makes it plan sin. But one thing I learned was when you attach yourself to people that's not of God, when you attach yourself to people that God told you not to talk to and not to deal with, it's going to fail. Like, I don't care how much you want it to work. I don't care how many times you ask God, make this person for me. I don't care how many times you try to just, like, please this person. Like, it got to the point where I was doing whatever it takes to please them. Like, pick me. Like, it, it became, like, honestly sad on my behalf, like, truthfully. And it, it was like... I was, like, pushing him away, and then he finally decided to push me away. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, what is you doing? Like, I try to cut you off. You're not cutting me off. But it's bound to fail. And I mean, bound to fail. A lot of times, we keep chasing at the things that God just wants us to let go. And I remember just waking up every day, and, like, I, I, I had no urge to, like, do anything. Like, not anything. Like, I didn't have an urge to, like, I was, like, doing creative stuff, like, in purpose, doing speaking stuff. Like, I was, like, focused on that in my zone. But the more I got close to him, the more what was important didn't matter. And it felt like I was choosing God. It felt like I was choosing this person over God. It felt like I was choosing that that temporary lustful chemistry over my relationship with God. And it feel good for the moment, but it was tearing me up in the inside, like, deeply. And then, like... When you keep choosing somebody that's not for you and that's not of God, God not going to make you comfortable. When I tell y'all, it's like every day I woke up with somebody hand on my neck, like choking me. Like, it's up to you if you want to move this hand off your neck to, like, move from this person. And one thing I learned and the reason why I'm so glad I don't bash people because even though he did some crazy stuff and I knew in the beginning he was a broken person and he was emotionally unavailable, even though I knew those things, um, I still believe to this day he's a good person. And I keep seeing his posts over and over. And it said, you will meet good people, but that doesn't mean those good people are good for you. And it was like, this man, he was, he was one of the nicest person. Like, my person met him, he was, like, sincerely nice. And he's a nice person, a good person, but... A lot of times we think, oh, it's a good person, then why can't this person not be in my life if they're a good person? But just because that person is a good person, I mean, they're good for you. And that's what I learned. Like, dang, like, I had to be okay with that. But it was just, it just got to the point where it was like really, really bad, like really, really bad, where I was just settling. And another thing I learned was I got a character, and I learned that when women got a character, Men are quick to put the crazy label on them. Like, they quick to say that or they quick to say you had insecurities. And I compared it to a friendship that I had with one of my friends um, that liked me as well. I, um, one of my friends that liked me, like uh, Michael or whatever. 
um, my friend, like, he just, he just respects me to the fullest. Like, we never dated and we're, like, really good friends and all that stuff. But he respects me to the fullest where I never felt the need to change my character. Like, the foundation he made for the friendship is nothing but trust there. So, I realized I took that, like, dang, like, why I never forgot to do uh, or act a certain way with him. So, I took that, was like, but with, with the guy I was dating, I said, but... With him, I caught myself getting on the character. And I noticed that what makes me feel out of character or what makes me change who I am is when I put myself in an environment where I don't feel safe emotionally. And a lot of times when a woman who don't feel safe emotionally, she second guess herself. She second guess her value, second guess her worth, she second guess, oh, is somebody else in the picture? And a lot of times it's easy said and done, just walk away and know your worth. And that's what we should do. Like, we should never get to the point where we're getting on the character. And that's one thing I learned in my past situations was if I ever had to get a character for anybody and bring any ugly side out of me, then that's a situation that I don't need to be in at all. Because if that's not who I am, then you bringing out an ugly side of me that's not who I am, then something is wrong. And I'm like, people quit to be like, oh, something wrong? No. When women put their heart on the line and they're trying to love again... And someone is emotionally like playing with like a string on their heart. It's like it's it, it's it's sending them to like a fearful mode. Like it sent me to a fearful mode, knowing that I was risking my heart again after everything I've been through. And it was like, wait a minute, like I, I started to panic. Like, like dang, I'm coming with good intentions. But I learned so much, though. I learned so much. But I know by going to church Sunday, and it was like I kept trying to get myself out that situation. But it was God that got me out. It was God. Like, it was God. Like, it's just like, it just reminded me how awesome God is because, and it also increased my faith so much because, like, he had this big secret that came out or whatever, like, like a huge big secret that really, like, crushed me. And it crushed my feelings, but my spirit was so happy because God was like, Shanice, I warned you in the beginning and you didn't listen to me. So it, it increased my faith because... You know, like when you date somebody and God just keeps telling you, like, don't date this person, like, let it go, let it go. And we ignore it. It taught me not to second guess God ever again. Like, God wants to protect me for a reason. I didn't see that reason. I didn't understand that reason. But God was trying to protect me at every cost possible. And I just kept ignoring it. But this situation, it taught me, like, Shanice, don't second guess God. Like, when you get that feeling where something's telling something not right with this person, don't try to stick around and figure out why this person acting like this. Like, it's a reason why. And God is trying to yield you. Because, like, God, like, God don't want to see us suffer. Like, people think, like, oh, God just put me through stuff. Like, no. Like, God tried to warn us before we go in destruction. But then he had to, once we ignore that yield sign, then God had to lead us into destruction in order to come back to where we belong and get back on, get back where we need to be. So y'all, I did I learned a lot. And when you when you take the experiences, the experiences and the wisdom away from situations, um, you walk away with that and you walk away with growth. But when you walk away with pain and I hate this person and all that stuff, because I even I had to tell God, God, first of all, first of all, God, forgive me from walking away from you. And as you forgive me, help me forgive him. 
I don't want to hold no bitterness. I don't want to hold no hate. I, I don't want to hold none of that because since day one, I knew this was not of you. Take accountability. Like accountability is literally the key to growing and healing. And second, and third of all, I was like, God, show me how to forgive myself because I was beating myself up about um, just going through something so similar again when I thought I went through the right procedure of going back and dating. What I mean by that, I used to just go relationship for relationship and then take breaks. So for me to stop dating and actually find my purpose and get myself together and bump into somebody else literally identical to everybody in the past, I was like, dang, Shanice, like, where, where did you go wrong? So when you get to the point where you figure out where you go wrong and you just take the heavy weight on that you put on other people, then I believe that you walk away a better person. And right now, like truthfully, like right now, it's so, I was like texting paragraphs. I was like in my feelings, like just mad at him. And at the the Sunday, at the point of my heart out with God, it's like I have this unease, discomfort feeling where it's like, dang, I'm kind of sad that I have to detach myself from this person and I don't want to talk to this person no more. But at the same time, I'm so happy that I was able to be strong enough that God gave me the strength. I'm not even going to say I was strong enough because I, I couldn't do it. Like, I tried so many, so hard to just block them and walk away. But now I'm at the point where it's like, okay, like, dang, I'm sad. Like, I can't laugh with you no more and kick it with you. But it was like, I said this earlier. God God would say, as much as you miss your relationship with me, that had to be more important than how much you miss the person that was breaking you. And I had to, and I was missing God so much. So I said, even though I may miss him, but I miss God a hundred times more. And when you miss God more than a person and what breaks you, then it will keep your heart. It will keep your mind on God. It will help you stay focused on what's important. And you will still feel that discomfort feeling. You still will feel like, dang, why this had to happen? Like, why I had to bump into somebody else to portray me again? Like, you will feel those type of emotions but when you know that God is in front of you and God gonna God have something better for you like it it become easier because I am you know, I'm like dang like I have moments where I'm just like keep re- keep rereading my messages with him like dang like it really turned out like this like like dang like it really got to this point but like how can I be mad like I planned this out like I knew I was gonna drift away from God like I didn't want it to happen and but I was just so I was filled with excitement of just getting back out there in the game and just like he fine I'm fine we went on dates so it was just an excitement feeling a temporary excitement feeling that went too far and when you do that it comes with consequences and when it comes with consequences God if we have to remember and I'm gonna end this here you're chosen you're one of a kind you're unique and when you're chosen and you can't hang with just anybody you can't, I was told this, stop dimming your light. Stop trying to fit in. When you're chosen, you can't date anybody. Like, you can go on social media and scroll and you see everybody in relationships, everybody dating, and everybody doing this. Like, we can't do that. When you chosen and have a purpose on your life, you can't just date who you want to date. Because God had to literally create, and not create, but it's someone specially made to understand you, to understand your flaws. So we can't just go out and see somebody cute and like, oh, we got chemistry, we can date. No, they had to understand the purpose of your life. And they had to understand and know God and love God as more than they love you to understand you and even to be in your presence. Like, your presence is a present. 
And that's what I learned. Like, I can't date anybody because my calling is too precious to be connected to the wrong person. And just like, he was a good person, even though he did all the crazy stuff. But it taught me, like, being connected to the wrong person is like plugging yourself in a wall or plugging yourself in something that's like, that's going to electrocute you or something. Like, you can't risk plugging yourself into something that would drain you later. It would give you power not, but down the line, it cost me. Like, it cost me. It, it didn't cost me. I want to say it cost me a lot. It cost me mentally more than anything. Like, that's it. But I love y'all, and I love y'all so much about my heart. I'm going to say a prayer really, really quick. Heavenly Father, God, thank you so much for even allowing me to come back on here and speak from the heart. To you that made it to the end, God, to the person who made it to the end of this podcast, I just pray you touch her heart. I pray you touch her mind. I pray that you give her strength. I pray that you give her peace. I pray that you give her guidance. I pray that you remind her how beautiful, how wonderful she was made and created, Lord, in your image, God. I pray that you just continuously to bless her, Lord, to know her identity, to know her purpose, God. I pray she never second guess her worth. I pray she never second guess her value. I pray that, Lord, that you will shape and you will mold the man that's called to love her, Lord. But until then, that she will focus on um, purpose. She will focus on walking with you God and she will continuously to be the best version she's called to be and she will not settle Lord she will not settle for anything that's not of you God everything that her flesh desire God I pray that you take it away and you remove it Lord every attachment every soul tie anything that's connected to her name God is trying to destroy her and hold her back in life God I just ask that you remove it and you cancel it Lord I pray the memories she play in her head, Lord, that you take those memories away. Those attachments, those sad moments, the pictures, the text messages, that she begins to remove everything that connects her to anything that doesn't serve her any more purpose right now, God. And I just pray for the peace of mind, God. I pray for healing of her heart where she's hurting. I pray over everything she's battling over her family's life, Lord. And I just pray for everything that she's going through that she will succeed in life, God. And I just say thank you, God, for her life. And I say thank you, Lord, for covering me and protecting me, God. And I pray that you continuously to use me, to uplift me, Lord, and to teach me for I can be able to share my wisdom to help somebody else, God. And I just say thank you, Lord, from the bottom of my heart. And I repent for all my wrongdoings. And I hope you repent too, sis, because nobody's perfect. But walking with God is the best decision you ever make, as well as the hard decision. But it's but it's worth it. But that's it. I love y'all, and I really, really do appreciate it.